The scripture reading today is Romans 5, 1 through 5. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glorify in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. What gives you hope? Faith? Very good. Friends? Love? Life? Peace? Friends? Kids? Kids in peace don't really go hand in hand, do they? <laughs> Hope is really at the heart of what it is to have faith, isn't it? In fact, Hebrews tells us that hope is being certain of what we hope, or faith is being certain of what we hope for and convicted of what we have not seen. Uh, it is at the very heart of what it means to be a person of faith is to hope for something more, something better, something that will come as a result of our faith. And then we act upon that hope, don't we? We act upon that hope. And there are things that give us hope and there are things that kind of steal that hope away. It's, all, it's pretty easy to look around and, and feel a little sense of hopelessness, especially during political season. <laughs> which seems to be all the time now. <laughs> but it's easy to lose our hope. But you know, for me, it's, a, it's the little things. You know, you all have named some pretty big things. Faith, love, uh, kids, and, and things. Well, kids are big things, but... Uh, some of the little things. I don't know if it... Uh, Pastor Curtis has a, a, an awful time with cars. Uh, in fact, I really shouldn't be it would be cheaper for me to hire someone to drive me around than to go through the kind of cars I go through anyway as you may or may not know I wrecked my Explorer a few weeks ago and I bought a a new car for a little station wagon very practical (laughs) and I I paid a little more than I wanted to for it but uh, it's a good car and I took it in I had Scott Huntsman look it over Tom he put it up on the thing and looked it over real close and I drove it around he drove it around we we did everything we're supposed to do pay the man the money and about a week later the transfer case blows out two thousand dollars I don't I don't usually throw money around like that but two thousand dollars on top of the money I just paid for the brand new car and I asked Scott the mechanic I says did this guy just take me for a ride? I mean, am I, am I getting punked here? And he said, no, you know what? I looked it over. There's no signs of anything like that. No one's, you know, it wasn't excessively clean underneath, so no one was trying to hide anything under there, you know? So I think the guy didn't, had no idea this was going to happen. I said, all right. And the, anyway, the guy called me because he had some parts. And I said, well, the car happens to be just up the street from you at the, at the, the mechanics uh, having some work done. Why don't you just drop the parts off there? Anyway, he got there, and I wasn't going to mention it. I wasn't going to get into it. I let it go, right? <laughs> but he got there, and Scott, 
well, he asked, what, what happened here? He told him, transfer case, $2,000. Well, the next day, the guy calls me, all upset. He was beside himself, felt so bad, and wanted to, wanted to pay for it. He said, let me pay for that. I said, I said, I'll tell you what, let's go halves. We'll go halves. You pay half of it. The guy wrote me a $1,000 check. Didn't have to, but he did. And little things like that are what restore my hope. <laughs> it's what gives me hope. Uh, it, it, it's the little things like that. Someone, someone saying a kind word. Someone going out of their way to help you out when you desperately need help. Someone to listen when you have things you need to get off your chest. Uh, strangers surprise me quite often, just like this guy. Paul gives us a formula for hope in our text today. He says suffering, suffering produces hope. He says suffering produces endurance. A little bit of suffering produces endurance. And endurance produces character. And character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame in our translation today. Some of them say it does not disappoint us. Because God has poured out God's Holy Spirit onto us. And that's how we experience God's love. So Paul says that that suffering is what produces hope. And you know, I guess I can see that. It's easy to hope. It's easy to, to think about the future and to, to feel good about how things are going when things are going good. You don't really have to have a lot of faith if everything goes according to plan, right? You really don't really have to have a lot of faith if everything falls into line. Have you ever known someone like that? I've, I've known a couple of folks like that and, and where everything just goes right for them, right? And... Uh, and, and actually, they're, you know, the people I'm thinking of, great people. But I wonder how they'd stand up to the real tests of faith. And to be honest, I wonder how I would stand up. You know, we throw around this word hope kind of easily. Like, I hope the cafeteria has tapioca pudding today. Right? But it's a very different thing for someone to say in Nigeria, I hope, I, I hope uh, the, the militants don't come and raid our village tonight those are very different pleas those are very different hopes and yet we use that that same word for it and yet uh, I, I wonder how would my faith where would my hope go if I found myself really challenged I got it pretty good I gotta say you are lovely people and I love being in this church, and it is, is a, this, is a, this is the best job in the world. And I feel loved and cared for and supported. My family feels loved and cared for and supported. I wonder what would happen if I were taken prisoner somewhere and beat senseless. I had a colonel that was a Vietnam veteran, and he was in a prisoner of war camp for five years tortured and his faith gave him hope about the future his suffering produced an endurance and there comes a point I think where you're choosing because quite frankly suffering produces despair as well doesn't it 
Suffering, I mean, Paul's a little naive. Suffering can produce despair. And sometimes people stop there. Sometimes it feels like, I'm going to stop there. Because the suffering has produced despair. And it's harder to kind of pull out of that. But at some point you kind of make a choice. You kind of say to yourself, I'm going to endure. I'm going to keep going. And uh, for Colonel Hess, my friend who was a, a prisoner of war, it was the little routines are what helped him endure. He, he made a little tiny f- American flag out of uh, cloth and he would raise it every, day, every morning and do his salute and things like that. And he would shave and he would take care of, you know, groom himself as best he could in, those, in, his, in Hanoi. And uh, he, would, he would endure this way. And that endurance it produced in Jay a character. A character that brings with it an unshakable hope. Hope in the future. Hope in what the possibilities are. Hope that is an imagination that makes us feel like we can be more than we are. And that prompts us to live out the preposterous. That's what faith really is. Living out a preposterous life. (laughs) And believing that the impossible might be possible. But, you know, ultimately as I'm listening to everything we talked about and everything that we named and everything that I keep coming up with as what points us to hope? What is the producer of that hope? It isn't so much the suffering, but it is, it is suffering with somebody. That, that is to say, all my hope is connected to you, to people. To the people that come into my life. Some strangers, some people I've come to love like my own flesh and blood. Some are my flesh and blood. That's, that's where hope and ultimately faith is rooted. In that Holy Spirit that's working in me, that's working in you. That says you are not alone. That's, that's how we get to endurance. You know, the, the POWs, again back to J. Hess. The POWs there used to talk to each other via Morse code on the wall because they were isolated so they would beat on the wall with their with their rock with a rock or something like that and tap out information in uh, Morse code nothing important but it said you are not alone one of the most important gifts God has given us in Christ is when Jesus said love one another be a family be a community be a church be the ecclesia be together with each other because you're going to need each other and that is the source of hope you know all of you or most of you know my my son has struggled 
over the years with uh, addiction and continues to struggle. And there are days, there were days, honest to goodness, there were days when I was, I'm convinced within a few weeks he may be dead. It's going to go nowhere. And I'll be darned, one of you would come to me and you would, you would sing that boy's praises. I don't know what my son does to you all, but he charms, the, he charms you somehow. <laughs> you know a very different kid than I do, I think. <laughs> because some of you just love that boy. I went, I went back to Seattle and uh, they were asking about him and, and I, I said something kind of flip about, about him and his situation and one of the ladies got so mad at me. He is a wonderful child. I don't know what is the matter with you. You stop talking that way. You all reignited my hope when it was gone because of the love and the affection and the prayers and the things you see in my boy that my suffering and despair hid from me at times. That's the source of hope. You and me struggling through it together. Together enduring. Together becoming people of character as we gird each other up, as we hold each other up. Together finding hope that does not disappoint or shame. Together experiencing in each other that Holy Spirit that reveals to us God's everlasting and unconditional love that once again gives us hope in each other with God. So I thank you for the hope that you've produced in me and I encourage you and I invite you to keep asking these questions. What gives me hope? And I bet the answer is more, who gives me hope? Let us pray. Loving God, we are so grateful for each other. And I pray that my experience is not an isolated one, but that everyone here can tell stories of how someone here or someone in their life has reignited the hope that was lost. I pray that we are such a community that we are a source of hope for people who experience despair, for people who feel like they are at the end of their rope, for people who feel like this is it. I have nowhere else to go but down. I pray, God, that You would, through Your Holy Spirit, form us into a community of character that we might endure struggles personal and communal together. And may we always be responsive when Your Holy Spirit says move and be the hope for someone else. We thank You for all that You are and all that You do. And we pray today in hope and in faith. In the name of Christ we pray. Amen.